What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Run Your Mouth podcast. We can fade out that Grateful Dead. That's the uh, big railroad blues for you folks out there. I uh, I had a great weekend. Um, fun uh, fun Thanksgiving. I partied pretty hard. Was with a bunch of friends. Then me and BK Chris, we went up to New Hampshire and we played a libertarian clubhouse. Seventy people came out. They didn't give a fuck about the coronavirus. Everyone was sneezing on everybody. Uh, we had a great time. I put together that end of year presentation and it fucking killed. Uh, and I'm excited to do it in Philly. One of the interesting experiences I had when I was out in New Hampshire is I showed up to this hotel. Um, I probably smelled like booze. I wasn't hammered. I'm signing into this hotel at 1 a.m. And they made me uh, sign an an affidavit saying that I had quarantined for 14 days before I got to that hotel. Now, everyone, that is just such legal bullshit. Like, what do you think? I sat in this parking lot for 14 days in my car and, and finally getting out of quarantine to be like, hey, can I stay in this hotel? There's so much coronavirus bullshit that's going on right now where... They're like pretending as if you need to obey laws that they're not even enforcing. So every single state that I showed up in, uh, they were like, have you guys seen this yet on the road? Like big signs that basically say if you're coming into this state, you got to quarantine for 14 days. Yeah, I've seen this now. It's popping up more often now, I think. Uh, like They're like called red states. Uh, well, not in like the political way, but... I think they're labeling them red states. What that they have the coronavirus restrictions? Yeah, like if you're there for I think I think it's like over 24 hours you're supposed to quarantine. But or something what's like that. interesting is that it doesn't seem like they're enforcing it in any way. It's like this new government they, thing where it's ruled by mm, guilt. It's I, like religion yeah. where they're like, "Hey, don't go do these things. Mm. Well, is anything going to happen if I don't?" No, but you just you really shouldn't. Are you going to enforce it? Well, we're not even sure if we have the authority. Yeah, no, yeah, I agree. I think they're trying to build up some kind of text thing, but then again... Unless someone snitches on you. Yeah. But what kind of trouble do you get? Like, if you go up to Maine tomorrow and you don't quarantine... There was a $2,000 fine for uh, disobeying the travel ban and not quarantining for 14 days if you came from a, like you said, quote-unquote, red state. So, like, Thanksgiving, if you went to visit family in a state and you didn't quarantine... When you came back. And they're just not enforcing it? If they found out, like, say you went to work and your co-worker, uh, Becky, that doesn't like you... (laughs) Not actually, not like actually, your co-worker. Right. Um, (laughs) My bad, I just came up... Becky's a bitch. Who told you about Becky? I just made up that name, but uh, coincidentally, uh, if she just called the authorities, you would would get a fine for $2,000. Can you continuously get fined, like, every day? just rack them up like parking tickets? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it would. I don't know. Maybe I guess maybe. At some point, I think you'd be like endangering someone. It might actually be a crime at that point. It seems like they don't have the infrastructure to enforce this stuff yet, and so I guess they're just trying to create these laws that maybe they can fuck us over with them later. This is promoting snitching. Yeah, What's yeah, that? yeah. They want people just to be ratting Snitch. out their fucking neighbors. They're trying to get us all used to it. I haven't been in a hotel for I don't know. I'm not like I don't go places that often. But one of the things I noticed immediately that is just fun to me about hotels is I usually change my towel like once a month, maybe. You get me in a hotel room and there's like nine fresh towels there. And within five minutes, I'm like, can I get some more towels? You're using all of them. I'm like, this isn't going to do it. Like, I, I can't I can't be expected to dry my hands on the same t- tile twice. Yeah. Towel twice. Like, that's how I came to this Best Western. And you use like two of the towels just to dry up the floor after you get out of yeah, the shower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's like you use one towel for your right arm and you're yeah. like, okay, here's a fresh towel for my, my left, left arm. arm. <laughs> and now it's like, I'm going to need some more towels. The other thing, that, like, you would Toilet think paper. this always annoyed me about hotels. Everywhere I ever go, you get one soap for your shower, and then you get liquid soap for when you're washing your hands. Preferably antibacterial. Might be bullshit that it's antibacterial. I still have a preference for it. Hotels are the one place where it's like you need to get the pubic hair soap that you're using in the shower and you got to transfer it back and forth and you end up overwashing your hands. I would think at least amidst this fucking pandemic where they're making you sign affidavits that you, you just quarantined before you got there and they're putting fucking, uh, you know, the the uh, uh, hand sanitizer in the hallways, they would have hand sanitizer or just better soap in the room, but they still haven't made this adjustment. Isn't there always like two bar soaps and well, then body wash yeah. and shampoo and conditioner? No, it depends on the hotel. And then Sometimes there's a they lotion? just got one bar of soap what and that's about, it. What uh, about washcloth? Using a washcloth. What do you mean? Do for what? What? Then you can use the washcloth with the same bar of soap, but then 
just get wa- a replacement of the washcloths. There's usually one or two. You just soap up the washcloth to wash your hands, yeah. and then use the soap on your body for like, in the shower, like normal or people. something like yeah. Or, or even use the shower, or even wash off. Have the, you never used? used the you never used a washcloth. Use the washcloth for both. Have you ever never used a washcloth? You just never soaked, soaked up a washcloth. You just too. soaped the skin. No, I go. I'm not. I'm not soaped the skin. I'm soaping to the hand. Like I and like lather just, up the and hand then you just and then I go. Yourself. And then I go. You just, hand of soap onto. <laughs> like you rub yourself like you're on Molly. You're just like uh, a loofah. Also, loofahs are gay. Uh, <laughs> nah, it's just how they sound, dude. The other thing was coming back from uh, from New Hampshire. I stopped off at a uh, dispensary in Massachusetts. This was my first time ever actually going into a dispensary. And like, if you put me in a bong shop to buy a bong, I'll spend forty five minutes looking at bongs just because. I fucking love, even though I don't smoke, the, I love weed. I love, I love like every, you know, I'm making a decision that's weed related. I'll, I'll ask you 25 minutes of questions on this bong. I'm that kind of a customer because I'm into it. I'm enjoying the experience of looking at the bongs. Yes, tell me about that second percolator for another 15 minutes. Yes, let me look at the price on this bubbler. Yes, let me feel how weighted this thing is. Tell me about how this size bowl burns more evenly. I don't give a shit. I'm enjoying this experience. I thought going to a dispensary was going to be a thrill. I was going to get to look at weed. I was going to get to talk to some guy about weed for 20 minutes. You walk in and it's basically a best Western, like, you know, I mean, uh, a Western Union window where it's like, what the fuck do you want? Get the hell out of here. And then the setup is shadier than any fucking illegal drug deal I've ever partaken in my life. I've done illegal drug deals on the street with Big Boy from Washington Heights. He just sold me some weed in the street. I moved on with my life. And then I go to this legal dispensary. There's nine. There's two security guards out on the street. I got to check in with both of them. And then it's I got to get buzzed in from this window, buzzed in from that window. And then you would think like, oh man, this is going to be something fun on the other side. And it's a fucking Western Union window with some dude who's like, what the hell do you want? Get the fuck out of my store. Did you get to look at it or touch it? No, it was or like it? The, the first thing, not cor- touch it anymore because of coronavirus but... time. So you've got like plexiglass between you and the guy. You can barely hear him. He's you can wearing... never touch it in Massachusetts. Well, it's that's just, what I was gonna you say. You look at the menu, you order it. It's in eighths already. So like... the only the cool part about uh, when I when I went to the one in Colorado was like you walk through the that's line. That's a complete different. You walk thing. through the line and they got the every, bartender. Everything the... that they take out, like everything you bartender, order. I mean... Yeah, everything you order. They take out and they're like, "Yo, this is good for this, this, and the third. Like, what, does this smell all right to you? Like everything. They're like, "Check this, sir. Like, you know, like when a you're at a nice restaurant and they pour wine, and before you even accept the wine, they're yes. like, "Sir, could you smell that and let me know if that's good?" And you're like, "Yes, okay, cool. Like that type shit is what they do in Colorado. And then if you sh- the first time you show up, they give you a free joint, and uh, if it's your birthday." Every joint that you get is 99 cents, right? So, and I think they do that for the first time too. Like, you could just get joints for 99 cents. That's the kind of it's shit. Just like sick shit. Like the Costco line. But they charge you $60 at out of state tax too. What, just for buying weed? If you have a, yeah, if you have yeah. a license that's not from Colorado. What? Yeah. I didn't know that was a limit. You, they if can't you, If you're in mass buying recreationally, what's the max that they'll that they're allowed to sell you? Well, ounce? if you have a recreationally uh, it's, two. it's two and then medically it's ten and a half. And okay. Eh, two ounces is solid. That's like a pretty solid amount of weed I to think be in picking Connecticut up. It's two ounces. Two and a half. So I made a a mistake that apparently I invented a word which is when I've taken marijuana that I guess are the high sativa like blends mm. that are very uplifting mood enhancing high energy you know what i'm about to say can i blow it sure cold brew no cold brew <laughs> is a great term for that you because you were the one who came guys, up with that because you guys showed up with that one that was a that firstly that was a fun night yeah. to tell the fans i think um i performed at new york comedy club you guys i'd hung out with once he came out for the show and afterwards was that anxiety attack that was after an anxiety attack. You Me, killed that night. Thank you, sir. We didn't know that you were on the uh, on the list for that. night. I don't think I was. I think I just dropped in. And no, you filled spot. in because uh, oh some, Shane Gillis, yeah, Gilly dropped out. Yeah, because oh, really? of the Saturday Night Live shit. Yeah. But that's Gilly. <laughs> that's wild. Um, yo, you fucking murdered that night. That was a fun. That was a fun. Murdered show. that night, and that was also one of because I mean, still like getting in front of new good New York City clubs mm. is so electric. 
and I very rarely get to do it. And that was one of the times where I had all this material from LOL that I battled crowds with, and I had like that tight five. Your crowd work was what you were killing the crowd. And I was able to get up in front of a crowd. It was just fun. So we went out afterwards. Uh, me, Jimmy, a couple of the gas digital guys, and you guys had that weed. And I just took one hit, and it was so fun because it was such a high energy, yeah. where, but you were fucked up at the same yeah. time. It was like Gorilla Glue crossed with Grease Monkey. Whatever it was, oh, it was good. It was that shit. No, that, it was two separate buds? No. It was, it was that. No, yeah, it was like that Grease Monkey shit. You remember? Me and Jimmy remember were talking about it, it just like, for months. Yes, I, kept, yeah. I, like, I was like itching like a that drug addict every time I saw oh, you guys. Yeah, I was like, monkey. hey, you got more of that cold yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're like, I don't oh, know what the, the fuck you're talking about. Yes, the Grease Monkey was the most fire butt. That might be my favorite. It's a fucking solid bite. Yeah, you know, up was. until now, you guys didn't remember what the name of the strand was. No, I did. I asked I multiple exactly times, hey, how do I get more <laughs> of this cobra no, weed? You. And you didn't know what it was. No, I knew exactly what it was when we talked about it. All right, well, next you, time you I go to Mass, I'm loading me. up on Grease Monkey. There you do. Go All right. It. Where are we so, going to get that from? Illegal, illegal dispensary. No, is it still around? No, I don't know if that strain is still, because that was Why would they not grow it if it's that good? Sometimes people stop growing. Know, maybe it's in we gotta season. open up I our own grease no, monkey business. No, I thought it was maybe it's in season, like tomatoes or something. We gotta become season. grease monkey specialists. So whenever we they go, play, we go uh, into this dispensary, and I'm looking for upbeat weed. And I always referred to weed like this, including that I had a friend who once picked up gummies uh, from Massachusetts, and they were five milligrams, and I liked them for the same reason because they were. A perfect level of stone that you were also very high energy so you could kind of go out with it not be bugging out not sitting in a chair if you're a lightweight and kind of passing out any of the negatives of weed this didn't have of it and the term i was using to describe weed like that was uppity that was the <laughs> word i was using apparently uppity is a very racist <laughs> term and it's a racist term that it would imply being like um it's funny because i wasn't using the word i invented my own word but uppity is like when people pretend, I guess, they're like classier and like a little dickier than they are. So I walk up right up to this thuggish black guy behind the best Western, uh, I mean, Western Union window. Jesus and I'm like, Christ. hey, can I get some uppity weed? <laughs> His response. And he looked at me like he wanted to kill me, which I didn't understand what the problem was. And then when we left, BK Chris is like, yeah, you shouldn't be using that word. And I'm like, why? I thought it just meant like for, and he's like, no, you're retarded. Like, that's not, that's not a word people use. Yeah. You invented that. It's 100% racist. And I'm like, are you sure? I feel like that's a really good way to describe the kind of high that I like. And he's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> Not the same. Not the same. Anyways, so as much as I was shitting on the experience because I felt like it wasn't the shopping thrill I would have liked, I didn't think I, I didn't feel like you get to look at anything. It's all being held behind the counter. I did not enjoy the experience, but the weed that the guy sold me was Durban poison. Oh yeah. Uh, and he Real was like, resume. dude, you're gonna and let me tell you, I could go one. back to being it is so different than other weeds that I've smoked because I you can smoke it and firstly, a hundred percent you can get work done. You were you're mm -hmm. gonna be focused. It is not what you think of yeah. when you think of smoking weed being a pothead. The other thing which is interesting about it, because I smoked uh, I actually smoked some of it today before I went for a bike ride and I smoked it yesterday when I had to get work done. The second you find a drug that's good for getting the work done, you're now a drug addict. Yeah. <laughs> like, you got a problem. Yeah. But what I like most about this weed is that usually, like, if you wake and bake, you're now smoking weed all day because the second that high goes away, you're tired. That's part of the, I would say, nuisance of smoking weed is that once you start, you got to go, right? This you can smoke. You can kind of enjoy, enjoy the up curve, and you don't need to go. You can go back, but you don't need to go back. It's a very... It's a very different kind of stone. Did you find it to be less creative and more like almost, focused. I don't want to say organizational, like but focused. like, you know how like you have a left brain and a right brain and part you're like, what is it? Your right brain controls your left side, but it's logical. And then your left brain controls your right side, but it's creative. We can just go with that. Do, Let's just go do, with that. That's do, the proper. I found way that Durban. Yeah. I found that Durban poison do, is less do, creative do, and more do. like it makes me want to like clean my house or well, like or I like get work of, done or like yeah. organize shit. Like that's what I found of Adderall is that Adderall yeah, very much um, like Adderall. is like it, it it limits your scope of thought. So here's what yeah. I know when it comes to put it this way. 
once I feel like I need a drug in order to do something, that means it's not something that I should be doing. What do you mean? That means do it more. No, no, no. Ooh, I don't feel that down. way. No, no. I, I'll just tell you. I've All figured right. out okay. how to different approaches. But. Write stand up without marijuana. I've re- figured out how to write pilots. I I work on the show without. There's a lot of things mm-hmm. that I can sit down and get focused work done without without Adderall. Like, and it used to be like when I was in college, I needed Adderall. I know that if I'm taking something to like get through work, that means I really don't want to do and it doesn't fit my personality. And so long term, my goal is how do I get how do I get money off the work that I enjoy doing that I don't need to alter my consciousness in order to get through it. Um, And I'm hoping that even for the tasks I don't want to do that I have to continuously lean on things like Durban Poison. But I can tell you compared to even Adderall, Durban Poison fucking worked. And I want to know what other strands are out there that I haven't tried that are just great for focusing. I got one. Um, all right, go. Sour diesel. Definitely. No, but I smoke sour diesel. Like, I remember different, sour... There's so many different strains of it. I really? Know, yeah. There's ones that'll put you in the couch and ones that'll fucking have you, you that'll know... get you right in Cutting the fucking that'll grass. Right averse, Because <laughs> yeah. I remember sour diesel was one of the very popular, um, like, strands when I was in college, yeah. but... I remember sometimes getting my hands on good sour D and being like well, fun gotta, fucked up stoned. It depends, not yeah. like, not like I've never smoked like where loopy, I'm like, like loopy. If you I get the dour, loopy, just, yep. that fluffy, that fluffy pink haired dour, and then you can write. Here, by the way, here's, here's the other my thing bad. I was doing with the uh, with the Durban poison. I was I was rolling. Um, I was taking the infinite CBD sativa bud, which is delicious, and I was mixing yeah, that doubling up. Doubling down. Like I was probably oh, like seventy-five percent CBD to like yeah. the twenty-five. Take some of the anxiety out of the out of the oh, sativa. What, what a what a blend. Yo, you know what's really good for for like staying focused and shit like that is um, super silver haze. <laughs> super okay. silver haze. My boy, um, hole in the wall cultivation has yeah, some, fire. and it is so much like oh, he grows the fire. It's so much like, whoo! I'm gonna like get all the fucking tasks on my day done. Like boom, 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 boom. You know, now what type shit. And it's funny because I found that I like I like that, but I like to have a little creativity in it because a lot of times the first thing I like to do in the morning is do music because that's when I'm my most creative is right in the morning or like real late at night, not so much in the middle of the fucking day. So I found that strains that have that lemon terpene are those make me like creative. I don't know if it's just me personally, but like a lot of the strains that have that fucking lemon, lemon terpene, ter- yeah. it like the the super like when when he mixed the super silver with the lemon and it was a super silver lemon haze, it was like a perfect mix of I could get work done, but if I want to write a poem or a song or I want to write a lot of poems, fucking hell yeah, dude! I go <laughs> out in the street a- and just read them to bitches. <laughs> nah, fucking um, a- I read them to my girl all the time and serenader. There you go. Yeah, does that work? What? No, she's, she's like, shut the fuck up. I'm trying to shower. So <laughs> <laughs> like uh, I had a long day. Straight poet, dude. Yeah. My other uh, re- poet. recent discovery is... Oh, read him uh, to my pet raven. I downloaded... I think the app is just called Audiobooks. I was going to go Audible, but they wanted too much information. It wasn't going uh, through, so fuck Amazon. Yeah, because it's secure. It's I, I don't know what they were doing. It's it was too you. much. Get anyway, yourself secure. underneath. Dude, I got myself... Put yourself all, in the system. I got myself it's Audiobooks. <laughs> And uh, um, what's his name was giving me uh, um, Gene Epstein was coming after dude, me. Dude, right, a lot of books. Listen to the episode. He's great. Great episode, uh, dude. dude I, yeah, it was so funny. Yeah, because he was like, "Yo, Bernstein, I really love how you know you're a really good interviewer. How you you, you simplify what I'm saying." Dude, he called you and stupid I, in a million different ways. <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> I wasn't sure if he was like, "Wait, is he like really being like, yo, yeah, the yeah, way you break awesome. down my answers are good?" Or he's like. If they don't like, I was like, <laughs> I think it was a little bit of both, but he's. He, I needed you to do it though. That's the funny part. When dude, you said it, I was like, oh yeah. He's a loving dude, and he's got so much insight and knowledge. <laughs> it was a, nice to have him on the podcast. He's and an before the show, he was also ripping me on a little bit. And you almost need to be smart enough to understand that he's making fun of you because he's he's like me sometimes, where the delivery is so deadpan, it almost takes a second, like. Oh, you just made fun of me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you called me simple. Yeah, I mean, you're like, like, that was pretty slick shit. No, no wait, so this, yeah. Yeah, let me, is this a compliment or a backhand one where he's like, no, I like how you interrupted me with a great question, Rob. <laughs> I, I don't know. <laughs> it's both. I was I was happy to have him on the show. I hope to have him on the show again. That was a good episode. Uh, I downloaded uh, um, Thomas Sawwell's book, uh, the... Uh, 
whatever the economics book is. I'm going to get the t title wrong again. I hope Gene listens to this and he calls me up and yells at me again. <laughs> you pronounce his name wrong and, and that's not the Mises. name of the book. And how, how do you not know this? Yeah, Mises? <laughs> what? Mises, you better get that right. If don't, you need it, yeah, if you need us, don't worry. You got the don't, shit cast. Don't, don't be calling them Mises, which just change it to an E. Keep, make it simple, you know? <laughs> if you're German, it's probably not even spelled that way anyways because I assume they got a different alphabet, so I mean, keep it simple for our simpletons. All right. Anyways, I've been listening to audiobooks in double speed. Oh, my and God. And, dude, I feel like I'm mainlining knowledge directly into my brain. Like, I found the hack in the Matrix where it's like, I don't need to sit down and read. I can be doing anything, just listening to these books in double speed. And I love it You're because... You just them to your head? Yeah, it's because double speed is <laughs> yeah. about the speed that I talk at, which also mm. makes me realize why college was so fucking irritating. I space out because you don't talk as quickly as I fucking think, mm. which is irritating. I put these authors mm. into double speed. It's at, like... It, that's basically the, the the speed I speak at or like uh, Shapiro, Ben Shapiro speaks at. And it's like, then I don't space out as much because there's less gaps to trying to like to fill in your own mind. Whereas like someone talks slow, I just start like, I see you do it while shit. I'm talking. Well, not always. So you're the, the libertarian Ben Shapiro. Is that uh, what he just, did quite. he just compare himself? to the fucking LP, LP Ben Shapiro. He's Ron Shapiro. You can yep. also, you also get really, Yo, that's your rap name, what? dude. Ron, Ron Shapiro. Shapiro. Ron Shapiro. That's pretty what? fucking good. I could just start that podcast. It's just another. Or a Jew. porn star. <laughs> or a porn star name. Ron Shapiro. With a little dick. And you just talk really. You talk really fast all the time. Big Bush, uh, little dick. Yeah, you just. Get, you, know, you just talk the whole time. And yeah. then it ends. <laughs> yeah, I love it. All right, this is just a total random wet uh, ass pussy television thing. On my Twitter today, it popped up on my feed some footage of. Uh, women's volleyball and i was realizing a women's volleyball they're all i mean they, they do it in their like bikinis and they're all gorgeous but that's not a sport that you need to be gorgeous to be good at like i would think like those butchy fucking softball chicks could probably be great at so, like if you're like strong leg mm. like mm. no you don't you think need, so you, can, you need you good legs to, for you volleyball. Need, gotta be able to jump high yeah, yeah but you could have like those thick squatting legs and have some ups. Can they jump mm. up? Maybe. What's your vertical? Actually, yeah, you know? the vert is What's big. And if you're long and lanky and you weigh 100. And are you talking pounds, about beach volleyball or indoor volleyball? Yeah, that's a different story too. Because beach volleyball is just the type of person that necessarily wants to wear a bikini. Are you saying are they like big no, the, or they're just muscular? I'm you're asking. Saying? You're talking if, about beach volleyball too. Not that it matters either way. I'm yeah, the two on two. The two, oh, two beach, beach volleyball. If yeah. I feel like if you're way less and you're tall, then you could get up above the net easier. Mm, yeah, it's like basketball. Because off the sand. It's hard. Because I would know. think short, like short and stocky, sometimes in terms of um, like the quick movements, mm. especially on like the small surface. Like I remember what was interesting yeah. to me when when we played mm. floor hockey is in most sports. That's better for being short floor hockey, like during sleepovers. Yeah. No. Uh, <laughs> when, when, I, when I was in high school, uh, we had our stupid Jew hockey league, <laughs> and we played floor hockey where you know it was just, uh, firstly, very competitive league. I'm telling you, the, the skill level for that sport was high. It's just not a real sport. But being tall Hockey? was not what? Hockey's not a real sport. Uh, not the way we played it. Oh, wait, it no, I'm like, just with shoes. Yeah, we're just, on, in a we're round just running ball. around. Oh, yeah. um, okay. It's like the street. Also, like we played, it was like, with it was no, like dump no, and chase, yeah. so it was a lot of just sprinting because we played with icing. But it's different in that, like, it was very fast-paced. It was like you, you two-minute shifts, you'd be winded. It was like just it's like field hockey, but just on the floor. Yeah, but very uh, the court. Firstly, the courts are way smaller. That we played four on four for one, um, so it's like two two offense, two defense, and it okay. was just a constant sprint the entire time you're out there. Really fast paced and just a different style of game because it wasn't. It, some people were skilled enough that you would see more of like defense passing to the offense for the most part it was getting into the offensive zone fights in the corner try and get in front of the net uh try and pick it up to like you know the points for shots anyways i forgot what i was trying to say yes that was a weird sport because short people who kind of had the quicker agility were it were like we're just kind of speedy on their legs for like short sprints that worked really well 
So I'm almost wondering if the female volleyball, if they're just excluding fat bitches, <laughs> if it's that they just don't look at bikinis, they don't let them play. Like, I would love to see the dikey squad of like these like you softball got... bitches just spiking it on these thin mm. women and just crushing them. Dude, first of all, you should search how tall a net is, an official net, because they're tall to get the, to get over that ups. net is hard. It's if you're short and even if you've got strong legs. So you're saying it's all tough. about the spike game, so it's actually a sport no, that it's is about, well, also, volleyball is very much also, about the spike if you're game. Not, if you gotta you, be able to interchange. You gotta be able to move around fast and you gotta be light on your feet. They tried to recruit me for the men's volleyball team. Because you're light on your feet? I got ups for a little guy. So the little people are good for sets, like you were saying. Right in the back. But like you have to be back. able to jump up to be like not just get over the net, like you gotta be able to get high enough to block a tall person who's jumping. And I, I have like a decent vertical. <laughs> a decent vert. I got a decent vert and my, my set are pretty good, my yep. set my set games are pretty dope. And uh, you know, my spike style's and, a little uh, it's a little southpaw. It's known uh, block a few. Yeah, it's a little unorthodox, but Hey. You know You know how it goes. Yeah. On those hard volleyball streets. <laughs> streets and the sands. I went to uh And the hardwoods. Best buy uh oh, nice. on uh oh, Maple. I guess no, it wasn't Black Friday. I went on Saturday. Black Friday at Best a, Buy is hectic. Oh, I bet. I needed a projector for uh, the show up in New Hampshire. Okay. I uh, and I went into the store. Uh, first time I've I, I've I've shopped in a store in you know, especially for like electronic. I can't say the last time I've been in a Best Buy or whatever. Uh, so actually, sales guy was pretty helpful. Hey, looking for a projector? This one's a hundred dollars off. You might as well. Get this one because if you want to use it for like TV in your house, it's going to be really good. It's not just for like projections. Uh, like, okay, great. And I was like, I need this for tonight. Okay, here's what you need. I was like, I don't know if I got a uh, like the HDMI thing on my computer. Do you guys have an adapter? You got to go to that department for the adapter. I talked to that guy. Hey, I'm not sure if my computer has it. Okay, cheapest option is going to be 50 bucks for the HDMI adapter. All right, I guess I can buy it and return it. Then I have to wait through the whole line to go buy it. Then once I get there, like there's going to be a 15% restocking fee. And I'm like, man, that's fucking annoying because now if I got to return it, it's the 15%. Then I get home and it turns out that the projector doesn't come with an HDMI cord. Ugh. Now, I am sick of this fucking bullshit where you sell me shit that doesn't have all the components. Like, especially at 500 bucks and the piece of tape that, like, in the store, it covers up the fact that it, like, where it says parts included. So you wouldn't know that there wasn't the HDMI thing. And I told your fucking salespeople I need this for tonight and I'm willing to spend what I need to have something that works. I can't stand buying shit that doesn't, like, when did everything become like a plane ticket where it's like, well, here's the one thing, but you're going to need these nine other things in order to get it to work. I don't know, dude. Did you hear about that? Wait, That's wait. crazy you say that. You heard about that river in Crimea? Oh, Crimea nah, River? But did you have uh, HDMI cable? Nah, someone at the... That's what know, I would say if I was a fuck, sales guy at Best Fucking nerds Buy. up there. No, that doesn't That's bother fun. you even no. a little bit? Just dude, I would, lose, shit I would lose my shit. Why didn't... I lost my shit on the people who sold the air conditioning company because they didn't tell me that it, I needed to buy foam separately to fill in because their frame is a poor design so there's a space underneath your air conditioner which defeats the fucking purpose of an air conditioner because then the hot air is if just coming I, in, the cold air is leaving your house if i'm buying something just give so me that, everything so i need then I had for this to run to back no, out you know what i'm saying my cable is separate you think yeah. that should be separate yeah i, I don't know Interesting. Because I don't know. Now they switch to yo when you get a fucking iPhone charger. They give you nothing. You don't get a cube. You have to buy the cube separately now. They're both twenty dollars. I had I bought wireless charger. I bought like I got uh, one in my fucking. I got my shit. I got in my backpack. I bought lights on Amazon. I can't speak. And mm -hmm. it came. It's like it, it plugs into a USB thing, but it doesn't give you the thing so that you can just plug it into an outlet. Like you have to have that secondary piece. Really? That's just fucking. You have to annoying. buy an accessory. Just send me something I can plug into an outlet yeah. and move on with my life. Like I, I don't want to have to research your product to a T to make sure it comes with every component for it to work. The idea of buying something is just give me what I fucking need for this thing to work. Absolutely. No, right. I don't know. I guess that's we're all poor agreement on this yeah, one. That's, I think. I need Gene yeah, Epstein I mean, back on yeah, for the Jew topics. <laughs> no, I, I, dude, I would lose my shit. Like I said. All I, right, so I was I was watching a lot of the hearings that have been going on um, relative to uh, the election fraud cases. Have you guys? I'm curious to know. Have you come across any of these online? The election fraud? Yeah, yeah my cousin sent me a video of them finding. Uh, it was like 
someone who had died in a couple of years ago in Detroit that was cast a vote for Biden and a couple of things like that. What about you, Mr. Nice? Have you come across? So it's interesting. No, I really haven't actually. I've, I've kind of been paying attention to it, but I've hear I've just been hearing like this, like the stories of like votes being counted multiple times or like, I don't know. Like, have you heard like, or like, uh, they're supposed to have both parties be able to watch people count the votes and, yeah, and they, they didn't don't. let yeah, those, yeah. I mean, I, I've heard that stuff, but nothing really. So here's what's, uh, kind of crazy to me. I find in being a person who I guess comments on the news, it's harder and harder to get actual news, uh, because it's being censored and all that you get is the spin. You don't actually get any of the original information. You got to do a much deeper dive to even get to like the original source material or um, see what the actual story is. So the official narrative thus far has basically been that there's just allegations of voter fraud and it's completely unbacked up. It's just Trump being an absolute lunatic. There's zero evidence of this whatsoever. We shouldn't even be having this conversation. It's just another one of Trump's moments, like when he said that more people uh, than any other president came out for his confirmation. It's just Trump being ridiculous, and you know his supporters will just listen to him no matter what he says, but there's absolutely no evidence of this whatsoever. That's what they're claiming, right? Mm -hmm. But then they've got hearings that are going on for like hours, there was in Arizona, admit person after person giving testimony, eyewitness testimony of crazy shit going on. Crazy shit, which includes voting machines counting over and over. IT people that worked for um, Dominion saying that these things were hooked up to the internet. Expert testimony of people who actually understand the way statistics and voting machines work saying, hey, there's screwy stuff going on here. I mean, everything that would go, oh, like allegation after allegation of people instigating fights with the Republicans who are supposed to be there to watch them to just get them thrown out funny shit that they pulled, which was like, Hey, you guys should take some lunch. And then when they leave, say, Hey, you didn't sign out. Now you can't come back in. Yeah. Then also yeah. not letting them be in places where they could see what was going on. Also finding votes randomly. Well, one of the there. crazy ones, there's now security footage that they told the Republicans, Hey, we're shutting down for the night leave. And then they pulled briefcases of votes yeah. out from underneath the table Thousands. and they've got that security footage. In a lot of States, I had heard that, um, the people who are working, the, uh, uh, like the voting stations, if they, if you, if it was a written in one or a mailed in one that they said was illegible or something like that, there was something wrong with it, then they can just rewrite it. Oh, so there somebody, was a lot of people right. who were like, well, then, and there didn't have to be anyone there to supervise them just throwing your vote out and then rewriting it for you. I'm going to say something very unverified. Uh, a guy <laughs> hit me up on. I believe Twitter <laughs> that somebody actually did an analysis where they started calling people, I guess, to check their vote. Like they're, they're doing the um, random sample yeah. and the math of how the random samples aren't adding up would indicate that there is mass voting fraud, but let's not even get into that because that's in the conspiracy space. You've got a lot of eyewitnesses or people that were there making crazy claims that what was going on was unbelievably shady and then you got people claiming straight up voter fraud of votes being recounted or people saying hey there are laws where we're supposed to be able to observe we couldn't observe or the counting was really going on in the back room or we were specifically asked to leave when um all of the military ballots came in and we're talking about like the first one you watch you're like oh shit that sounds like evidence that's a direct person giving testimony and then you're like well, that sounds huge. And then there's like four hours of person after person. And by the way, these aren't just like white trucker males. They're like um, minority women who happen to be Republicans. That was a crazy one. There was like, I think this Indian lady who like Democrats were coming up to her because they thought that she was a Democrat and she wasn't. She was Indian. Yeah, because she was, they just assumed. That's not racist, right? Uh, no, not no, racist no. at all. Okay. The media well, has not reported that these incidents are going on <laughs> whatsoever. You have basically wake I, up. It's 2020. I, I believe these are state Senate hearings in which they're hearing these people out. No one other than me, who's doing a deep dive on YouTube or the other people that are interested or even seeing that these hearings, 
The media is not reporting on them. Maybe Fox is. I haven't watched Fox all week. From what I'm seeing, nobody's reporting on this. The one thing they reported on was Giuliani had this crazy bitch with no respect for bald men. There's this bald guy asking questions. She's being a total bitch to him. Someone said it was like the energy of a drunk chick at a bar. That's exactly what it was. I think I saw this lady. The problem is I only saw it from the back, but it sounded like the same person at a Hell Arizona yeah. hearing. Hell yeah, Bernstein. <laughs> Hell yeah, my <laughs> man Ronnie. <laughs> only saw it from the back, baby. Only saw it from the back. <laughs> She was an uh, IT person for Dominion. Seems a little shady that if Dominion was totally trying to rig the election, they wouldn't have internal people running the IT. I don't know why they would have third-party IT people coming in for the day that they then wouldn't want to be able to give testimony on shady shit. But she's claiming she was there as the IT person. There was crazy shit going on. I believe this is the same person I saw in an Arizona hearing where she seemed to have been normal. She took some bad meds where she was being like just a feisty, obnoxious person now, the media has only reported, hey, the star witness that Giuliani has brought forward was discredited to try and make it seem like this is a Trump freak show. Stormy Daniels. Where there hasn't been a single piece of good evidence or a single person coming forward with good testimony. And that's not true. I've watched hours of footage of people coming forward and saying, I was at these centers and here's the fucked up shit. We went to lunch because they told us to take lunch and then they locked us out and put a fucking board so we couldn't see within the building. They had professional agitators here. Job I want. Get me hired as the guy who just pisses people off. I want oh, that gig. I'd be, I'd be so fucking good at that. I'll be a Democrat if you'll pay me to piss people I off. Let's fucking do, do it. Um, None of this shit is being reported. I don't know. It's fascinating to me. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I had reported that they were already talking about at the Federal Reserve that they're going to enact these new mandates that not just when they're making policy, we're not just going to be concerned about full employment and um, and inflation. <laughs> we're also going to take into account uh, making sure that we're helping out minority communities and that our policies that we can't really monitor or we don't really know because we can never hit our target for inflation. We're also going to have targets for um, in uh, helping out marginalized communities. And I saw a brief moment of a speech from Janet Yellen, who has just picked, uh, I believe it's for Treasury Secretary. She was the old head of the Federal Reserve, where she was starting to talk about um, new policies that are going to help out uh, minority communities. I don't know if she used the term systemic racism or that she was going to end it, but it seemed to have been taking that tone. And this is very, very scary that like all these things that never won the, 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 the cultural war even of socialism is now just going to be enacted through the avenues of people that we don't vote for with the financial, like when we go to war and they just write a fucking check for it, it's going to be like that, which is, I, I don't know if, Future developments on that, I'm sure we're going to hear more about it, but I'm pointing it out because we're seeing more and more of it as Biden is making his choices for who are going to be a part of his um, inner cabinet. The other thing that came up that I want to talk about is the Supreme Court did a hearing on religious rights. Did you guys even see that news story? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah? No. No? <laughs> So essentially, uh, in the, shed, dude. <laughs> the Jews and the Christians got together and they brought the Supreme Court say, Supreme Court case saying, you know, you've got these stores in the malls that are open. Hundreds of people are able to go to these stores. You can go to parking garages. All of this is under the idea that those are essential services. And why are we have buildings like there are churches that could fit 2000 people and you're telling us we can only have 10 people inside and that we are less of an essential business than people shopping at a mall or parking their car at a parking garage or I guess getting their hair cut. There's a lot of things and they're saying this is a violation of our First it's Amendment. A, it's a, it's a, it's a total violation. I agree with that, to be honest. So they won the case. They won oh, the case. Good. Yeah, no, uh, because, and, because that doesn't make any sense to me. That's it's. I mean, I, I mean, yo, what makes America America is we, we, we go on these values i mean we go on uh we have our own values but i mean on the we should follow our amendments i'm just saying whatever yeah you know me i'm so I'm getting all fucked up now i'm talking about dumb shit they got the <laughs> the religious people they got the w uh what was upsetting about it and I, I think i brought this up on part of the promise firstly the fact that the specifically the churches have won this 
and it was because of a religious basis is in part because these guys have the financial resources to get this into court um whereas i guess maybe the restaurants are not as well lobbied and grouped together that they're able to bring this case in front of the supreme court and also get their win the other thing is there's no penalty for having infringed on the like i don't i'm not a guy who goes to synagogue but you don't get a check from the government because they didn't let you go to synagogue and enjoy synagogue for six months or whatever enjoyment you get from being able to go to services or whatever amount of money the church is raised by having people come in if you want to just view it as a business like uh, that fucking dude in texas who's got that mega church how much money does he make every sunday joel, and, uh, olstein, uh, joel olstein how much money is i maybe Olst- he's olstein nights by the way, maybe he's going strong but i'm just saying how much money is being lost because people aren't like the the you you know they're not able to run um so none of that gets back to them you're allowed to just infringe on people's freedoms and if it makes it to the supreme court and it turns out you're wrong there was no penalty for having been wrong how crazy is that that you can violate the constitution remove people's rights to do things that they are free to do and there is no penalty for being wrong on that that's insanity the thing that i found to be the most upsetting about this case is that it did not like there's a broader issue of governors being able to label things as non-essential and instead of us making having a conversation about are governors allowed to tell us that because there's a in contagion risk that we're not allowed to do things like in, we're not having a conversation about the general power of them to be able to label one business as essential another one is non-essential or telling you that you're not allowed to go to work or your business is not allowed to work it was just a religious issue which to me i feel like the essential non-essential encompasses religion and would help other people as well that that to me is the real conversation to have do they have a legal right to tell people that you're essential and you're not essential and telling you that you're not allowed to do your business um and is there this thing that be i guess to protect us against contagions do the constitution give governors the power to do that the supreme court doesn't want to weigh in on that whatsoever they just go, okay, this one specifically got us and it's a religious issue. And so in the grounds of the first amendment, but you understand like that's less encompassing. That's kind of like the lesser thing to address. So I just want to read two things from the majority opinion, um, just to showcase like the missed opportunity here. So this was from the, the majority opinion, opinion. Government is not free to disregard the First Amendment in times of crisis. At a minimum, that amendment prohibits government officials from treating religious exercises the worse than comparable secular activities unless they are pursuing a compelling interest in using the least restrictive means available. See Church of whatever. Yet recently during the COVID pandemic, certain states seem to have ignored these long said settled principles, which is fine for religious rights, but I, same thing. Why aren't we having the larger conversation? Now, here is the more interesting thing that I want to point out. What, um, this is from, I believe this is from Gorish, what I'm about to read. What could justify so radical a departure from the First Amendment's terms and long-settled rules about its application? Our colleagues offer two possible answers initially. Some point to a solo concurrence in South Bay uh, Pentecostal Church versus Newsom in which the chief justice expressed willingness to defer to executive orders in the pandemic's early stages based on the newness of the emergency and how little was then known about the disease. At that time, COVID had been with us in earnest for just three months. Now, as we round out 2020 and face the prospect of entering a second calendar year living in the pandemic shadow, that rationale has expired according to its own terms. Here's the, here's the crucial part. Even if the constitution has taken a holiday during this pandemic, it cannot become a sabbatical Rather than apply a non-binding and expired concurrence from South Bay, courts must resume applying the free exercise. I want to read this line. Even if the Constitution has taken a holiday during this pandemic, it cannot become a sabbatical. Why are we allowing the Constitution to even take a holiday? The idea of a fucking Constitution is that if we are guaranteed certain freedoms, you either need to change the law... Or you have to enforce the fact that we've got this binding document that's supposed to be for all time that protects us and says that we're allowed to have certain freedoms. That's the conversation. Are there certain incidents in which the Constitution allows government to impose on us and take away freedoms? Let's have that conversation. Or let's change the Constitution where all of a sudden if there's a pandemic and people think that there's a fucking health risk, then yes, you can suspend certain freedoms. But don't fucking sit here and having the job that gets to rule these things and go, well, this thing was so dangerous we were going to put a pause. No, no, no. You don't get to do a pause. You have to rule. Does the Constitution allow them to do this or not? Like this fucking lazy ass thinking. It pisses me off. All right. 
Yeah, if you got something on that, no, go for it. No, I was just going to say, they're only... Def- not their only defense, but to pay devil's advocate would be like in the state of crisis. You know, like if martial law, you know, but, type shit yeah. where. But that's the like, whole point. You're no, supposed no, to be protected, that's the, even that's in the extreme situations the, where it goes, all right, we get that they're. And, and the whole point is that they can create fear and pandemic and scare us into anything. And so at least you're guaranteed certain freedoms. So they can't do that. By the way, I was doing a little bit of the math because I was just curious. We have a population of 330 million people, right? Of that, there's only been 14 mil. Um, I'm sorry. Yeah, there's been 14 million cases. Obviously, there have been more cases than that. Most of these aren't diagnosed, but some of those are false diagnoses. Here's the crazy thing: there's only been 247 deaths. If you divide 247. No, I'm sorry, 247,000 deaths. <laughs> 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 However, that might sound like a large number. Hot take. 247,000 no, no. 247, over 333 million is like point zero 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 eight percent it is literally and then my friend um kyle who's uh going to be performing in philly he's coming in for denver for the show okay um kyle pointed out that if you were to look at typical year the amount of deaths that happen from things like heart disease or old age Mm. and then you see how many less deaths there were from that you would have a good picture of how many coronavirus deaths might have been people that would have died within six months from other causes or died within oh, you mean 80% a year from other causes. Probably. So <laughs> the idea that this is the massive, 94%. horrible contagion that we need to shut down the entire country and get rid of all of our freedoms would be exactly the proof why we need something like a constitution to protect our freedoms because you can have something that is not that big of a fucking contagion risk that you need to be spending your entire lives indoors not seeing your loved one wearing masks everywhere that you fucking go. This would be the perfect example of what panic can do. Do they compare they compare this to the Spanish flu right of 1918, right? And yeah, they do, but I don't So, I don't so know. you know this, right? They 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 didn't mandate masks. They just um suggested it. And then they also let 50 million people die of it. And their uh, population was maybe half of ours right now. And so if you look at that and how we are now, like, I mean, we did pretty good through that. And we let way more people die. Like, I think well, back 50, then it was like normal for people to but die. But 50 million people died with <laughs> like, like half, the, half the people we have now. Right. So like we have, how many people died? You're all saying th- the percentage. Like worldwide, how many right. people died? Like for, for I don't know I know lot. nothing I mean, about whatever. it. I'm not gonna make it something, but it's not. But you want to make it something? All right. And so, just in terms Open of this small business of this fear mongering, <laughs> I support small business. I want to read something. This was oh, yeah. from Week Magazine. It was a quick description of somebody who was speaking at Columbia. It was the UN chief report shows planet broken by climate change. As the world's oceans heat up and long frigid Siberia experiences triple digit heat, 2020 is on track to be one of the three hottest years on record, according to the United Nations State of the Climate Report published Wednesday. The state of the planet is broken, UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres said in a speech at Columbia University. Dear friends, humanity is waging war on nature. This is suicidal. The climate report produced by the World Meteorological Organization and other UN agencies concluded that 2020 and five previous years will probably be the sixth warmest on record. This year could even beat out 2016 once December data is factored in and become the warmest on record. We need to chill the fuck out. That's coming from a nervous Jew who's fucking nervous. We all need to calm the fuck down. Pun intended. We need to chill out. Yeah. Everybody is going like... The world is not ending tomorrow. We're not dying of a fucking virus. Global warming is not something that we need to shut down every productive activity, no longer have fossil fuels, and let people starve to death. We don't need to remove economic uh, productivity because of the fucking global warming. Like, it's just all fucking fear-mongering. That's all it is. All right, here's the other huge bullshit from the Supreme Court hearing. So four, I think it was four justices dissented. Why would you guys guess that they dissented? If you just had to guess, hey, this finally made it to the Supreme Court. Um, It's clearly a violation of religious freedoms because it's inconsistent why some businesses are being considered essential and these churches can't be open when there's no proof that there's even greater risk. If you just had to take a wild guess why people said... Save face, why they dissented? Yeah. So they save face so they wouldn't have to take a fucking side on church or state type shit? That's pretty close. It's pretty close. Here's why they dissented. 
You're exactly. You're actually. You're basically right. Mm. They said Governor Cuomo removed the restriction, and since he removed the restriction, restriction, we don't need a way in on this. <laughs> now, Governor Cuomo's pulled that move before. Since they don't want to take the L, they impose these laws. I remember he did it on some sort of a gun thing a year ago. That they impose a law, and then if it actually gets to a court that can reverse the decision, they just retract their law, and then the court goes, well, we don't have to weigh in on this because it's no longer a law in the books. Now, in this case, the other people said it's ridiculous for us not to weigh in on this because in a week from now, he could change it again, mm. and then all of a sudden, it took them six months to get here, and like, what, and we're not going to make a decision? You guys put no input into right. it. Yeah. But four of the people decided, hey, we don't need to decide, on, and they know that it would take it six months to come back here. There's something just humorously lazy about the Supreme Court that they don't want to make a decision on anything that they don't have to. So in this case, because it was a religious thing, they could rule on it for the religious basis. They don't need to actually make a conversation about the law and whether or not governors are generally imposing on the law because it's a religious case. So let's just decide. And then four of them are like, well, we don't even really need to decide on this one because it's not technically a violation. So we're technically don't need a rule on this. That's yeah. like me. That's like me. If I was running, they're like, oh, you know, it's not, it's not urgent. So, you know, fuck it. Yeah. Why do I have to think about if this? If you were a fucking, uh, uh, like a, what do they call it? Like an ambulance worker? No, 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 no. Not, that's not the right. Like an EMT. You were like an EMT and you were just like someone called 911 and you were like, yeah, well, I mean. It doesn't sound that urgent. You could right, probably right. drive yourself to the you doctor. Could probably, you could get there. <laughs> yeah. All right. The you other don't need me. last uh, last article I want to highlight is um, there's a lot of fear amongst the vaccine. Maybe it got pushed through too quickly. People are reluctant to take it. Generally speaking, because of I, I think all the I'm not getting into the vaccine thing, but people are a little bit uh, ambivalent. Uh, Gene's not taking it. I'm not taking it. There you go. So Obama said he would get Corona's va- vaccine on TV to boost confidence. And I would love it if he took it and just like turned into a fucking werewolf on TV. <laughs> just like the most epic. Well, there has been a lot of negative side effects on the people who have taken the trial, the trial of it. Right. There was, I haven't I haven't seen that. There was a woman who I guess reportedly had brain damage from one of the recent trials and shit like that. So I think there's there's a lot of reasonable skepticism about it. Oh, I, I think everyone's kind of just being smart where they're like i'll take this thing but why not let everyone else try it for it's like yeah. anything if you're with your friends like yeah. when we had that dmt dart i was like mike you try that first yeah. i'll see how it does for you and it smells like brand new shoes yeah <laughs> for whatever fucking if reason. your lungs don't collapse and i guess yeah. i'll take it so everyone's just kind of has that attitude the other thing with obama is firstly if something goes wrong he'll have the resources to reverse it also I want to see, like, you know, when uh, when you get together with, like, the mob or whatever and, like, everyone's got to drink the other guy's glass to make sure it's not, like, poisoned. I want to see him take a random one out of a case and take it. Oh, I don't want Obama, like, yeah, sure, Obama's fucking sugar water vaccine or the vaccine he gets is going to be good. I want him to get a random one where I can verify that he was just taking it at random. That's not a bad idea. I feel like if he, imagine if you had, like, a crazy immediate side effect, not obviously werewolf, but, like, you did. Something happened, like you... He turns white, just on national <laughs> television. <laughs> All right. On that note, I think we can call it a uh, run your mouth. Um, looking forward to Philadelphia end of year. Shedcast guys performing. Uh, I was supposed to do some ad reads, so I might do that later in the night and we'll cut them in. Uh, but support our sponsors. Yo Kratom, home of the $60 kilo uh, Christmas special. You can get two for 50 bucks and, uh, sheath underwear, support your nuts Go into 2021. If you got to get vaccinated, at least make sure that your dick and balls are protected and sheath underwear load up for, uh, for Christmas promo code RYM, I believe gets you 20% off. I hope I'm right on that. I should probably, uh, check copy beforehand, but even at full price sheath is fucking worth it. You should be sheathing out into the new year. Uh, and other than that, check out the shed cast and, uh, that's it for this week. We, uh, we ran our mouths. Blah, blah, blah.